Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello, everyone. Dave Hall here, your host, back again to talk about that longest self-imposed period of unemployment most of you are going to have in your lifetime. Could be 10 years, could be 20. Heck, it might even be 30 or 40 years. It is what we call retirement. For those of you who are new to the show, please go to my website, retirementriskadvisors.com. Here you will be able to get access to the planning tools, the products, the education opportunities that we have available to help you get safely through retirement. This week is my show. I'm going to take the whole time this week. I'm very excited to be sharing with you five strategies that can help you get through your retirement. If you've listened to the show for any length of time, that my flagship presentation, Getting Safely Through Retirement, is a two-hour webinar where we address the top 10 financial risks facing your retirement. We go into detail about the risk, talk about some strategies, five of those that we will be sharing with you today, and then we go through a case study in that class as well to help people better understand the impact that these type of events can end up having on your retirement planning. So today I'm going to go through the five strategies to help you get to a tax-free and risk-free retirement. First one is to take Take time to understand your Social Security and Medicare. Folks, unfortunately, when we look at these two government programs, most of you are not spending enough time on them to get the maximum benefit that you could out of what you paid into throughout your career that now you have an opportunity to be able to enjoy during your retirement. First one we want to talk about here is Social Security. Maybe shocked to know that 96% of Americans do not maximize their Social Security, which means they're entitled to more money that they would be able to get in the retirement if they were to choose to take their benefits at a different time. It's adding up. The average person is leaving $111,000 on the table when this happens. So folks, we're not talking about small change. We're not talking about missing out on it, going out to lunch once or twice during the month. We're talking real money here. For many people, it's turning out to be five, six, seven dollars $700 a month that they're leaving on the table because they're not getting the information they need need and putting in the time and effort to understand the way the program works and how they should be claiming their benefits. My recommendation to those of you who are looking into your Social Security, start right around age 60. There's a lot of things that you can do at this time to help prepare for when you end up claiming your Social Security benefits later on, maybe starting at 62 for some of you, or hopefully for most of you, waiting till age 70 where you can get those maximum benefits. Why do I want to do this? Number one, we need to understand what benefits we're going to get so we can figure out how much more money we need to save. Understand that Social Security is only intended to cover about 40% of your lifestyle costs in retirement, which means you've got to save other money to cover the other 60%. If you've not paid into Social Security throughout your working years, maybe you, you had an S corporation and you paid yourself low wages, maybe you had a job that didn't make that much, but yet you had other income coming in during those years through dividends or distributions, you're going to want to look at that to see how much is available, maybe less than 40% that you're going to have available compared to the life style that you want to maintain. So we've got to look at it to figure out what we have available so we can see how much extra money we need. We also want to start early so maybe we can make some adjustments. Social Security is based upon 35 years of earnings. 
So if we look throughout our lifetime, see what we've done over those years, you get to age 60, you may have enough high earning years that another five years of working is not going to impact you that much. Or you may be in a situation where, yeah, I really need five, six, seven more years of good earnings to maximize social security benefits I have. So recommend get with an advisor. We have people that we work with, the largest group of educators for CPAs in the country on social security. If you need some help, you can go to my website. We'll be able to get you uh, hooked up there. Medicare want to get started right about age 64. Now, the first time you can sign up for Medicare is three months before your 65th birth month. So if your birth month is September, you would be able to get signed up in June of the year that you end up turning 65. But we want to start early because understand Medicare is a much more complex program than you might think that it is. There are many paths that you need to look at. You're going to have a lot of gaps in your coverage. There's traditional Medicare Part A that you get for free. That's the part you've been paying in for throughout your working years. Part B, which is the regular insurance that Medicare offers that you're going to be paying a monthly payment on. And then you've got Part C, which is the Medicare Advantage plans, and Part D, which are your prescription drug plans. Well, you've got to figure all these out. And then as well, you have a Medigap or Medicare supplement plan that's going to help fill in the gaps if you choose to go with traditional Medicare. All of these choices become very important as you get into your retirement years. If you do it wrong, you may be subject to penalties for the rest of your lifetime as long as you have Medicare. If you don't get signed up correctly during the, the right enrollment periods, you also may have large out-of-pocket costs. Many times we find people that think they have insurance uh, of their own that's going to be the primary insured once they reach age 65, only to find out after having major medical events that it's not, that it's actually secondary insured. So if they don't get signed up for Medicare appropriately, they may be stuck out of pocket trying to pay for all these costs. We've got gaps in coverage that can happen, which also leads to many people getting uh, large out-of-pocket bills because uh, they have major medical events that they weren't planning on during that period of time, and now they're stuck. So if you'll do that, uh, I will tell you from an education standpoint, we do have a webinar, the Foundation for a Secure Retirement, where we go through a lot of detail in these two programs. But I will tell you, ssa.gov and medicare.gov are both great places to go do research, to learn more about the programs. You, you do need to go to ssa.gov and get signed up for an account there if you've not done so. going to take you 10 or 15 minutes. Purpose of this is so you can see what benefits you're entitled to, so you can get access to those and start figuring out what impact those benefits are going to have on your future retirement. Strategy number two, we need to get the mathematically correct balance in each of our three buckets. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that we talk about three buckets for our retirement planning, taxable, tax-deferred, and tax-free. If we can get the right amounts inside of these buckets, not only are we able to get to a tax-free retirement, we're also able to eliminate many of the risks that I talk about in my Getting Safely Through Retirement course. In the taxable bucket, we want about six months of basic living expenses. Too much money in here is going to subject yourself to too much risk. Not enough money inside of here, if you have an emergency, may cause you to have to disrupt the rest of your retirement planning. Tax-deferred bucket, this is where we have our IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, those traditional tax-deferred uh, retirement accounts. Inside of here, what you're going to want is $250,000 or less for a single individual, $500,000 or less for a married couple, because 
because our goal here is to use our standard deduction to offset our required minimum distributions that have to take place at age 72. And we also don't want those uh, distributions to be so large that we end up with taxation on our Social Security benefits because we have too much provisional income. So again, we want to get that down. Some of you will not be able to put anything in your tax deferred bucket because you may already have a very large pension plan. Maybe you got some rental property where you're getting monthly rents off of and you're already going to use that standard deduction that we would plan to use with the money inside of there to be able to lower those taxes down to zero. And our tax-free bucket, this is where we want everything else. This is where we're going to put all of our other assets. And if we do it correctly, our tax-deferred bucket also becomes tax-free. If you've got little enough money inside of there and you've moved everything over into the tax-free bucket, those RMDs come out, you get a double win. You didn't pay taxes on the money going in. You're not going to pay taxes on the money going out. You'll use that standard deduction, and then that will allow you to get your Social Security into that tax-free bucket as well. More than 50% of CPAs will run out of money in retirement, and this number is projected to grow because of risks like inflation, increased longevity, and rising health care costs. Retirement Risks Advisors has the perfect solution to help CPAs make their money last as long as they do. Learn more by signing up for our flagship webinar, Getting Safely Through Retirement. In this webinar, we share the top 10 financial risks CPAs will face in retirement and what can be done to reduce or eliminate each risk. To get started, visit retirementriskadvisors.com safe. Strategy number three, you need to start filling that tax-free bucket. Folks, we can't put it off any longer. We know taxes are going to go up for sure January 1st, 2026. This is when we go back to what the tax brackets and rates were in 2017 prior to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. From an overall tax rate side, not such a big issue. We're going from 37%, 39.6%. This is the same rates that were used during the 1990s, where if you had to put $100,000 in an investment at the beginning of the S&P 500, the beginning of the 1990s, by the end of that decade, you would have had $600,000. From an overall increase standpoint, not so concerned, but from a bracket standpoint, very concerning. Because right now, as a married couple, you can make $340,000 still be in the 24% tax bracket. When we go back to what the brackets were in 2017, at $80,000, you're already going to be in a 25% tax bracket. So we really know that's going to happen there, but it's really 2030 that I'm worried about. We've got Social Security that's going broke, but will never go broke. There are fixes to the program, one of those increasing taxes. We've got Medicare 2028 expected uh, to run out of money. Money Part A, already talking about raising taxes there. And then we've got that ever-increasing national debt. Estimation on my end, somewhere around 2030, we're going to be about $60 trillion if the interest rate keeps going up as expected. All the money we have coming into the federal government is going to be used to pay for interest on that debt, which means the only way we pay our other bills is to increase taxes. So we do want to get our money into those tax-free accounts. If you've got a Roth IRA that you qualify to be able to put money into, get money into there. Let's get $6,000 into that account. If you're under age 50, if you're 50 or older, let's get the $7,000 going into that account. If you're married, make sure your, your spouse is contributing if you qualify. Now, if you've got an employer-based plan, you've got a Roth 401k at work or 403b, make sure you're maxing that out as well if you've got the money to do so. We want to take advantage of these tax-free environments why we have the opportunity to do 
do so at these historically low tax rates. Folks, only three other times, I guess it's four when we go back to the initial uh, time of taxes, four other times in the history of America that taxes have been lower than they've been today. And they started back in 1913, so we've got a pretty good run over 100 years. Only four other times the taxes have been lower than they are today. It means there are many years they were much higher, and this is what's being projected as we look out into the future. So what's included in this tax-free bucket? We've got those Roth contributions. We've got Roth conversions, opportunity for many of you to start moving money now over the next four to eight years, depending on your circumstances, how much you need to move. We also want to look at at uh, indexed annuities. We call them a lifetime income funds because we take that indexed annuity and make sure it has a bunch of qualifications that that annuity meets to make your retirement better, to be able to use it to help offset many of the risks that I talk about. Something we want to look at, that would then need to be in a Roth account. We would want that annuity inside that Roth account. And then the last one is a life insurance retirement fund. Permanent insurance is tax-free growth, tax-free distribution. So it can be another great tool in your war chest of trying to fight your, your business partner, the IRS, state and local governments, and getting yourself into a position to where you can take the risk off the table. Get them bought out now while we have historically low tax rates before we get ourselves into a position where tax rates go up in the future. Number four strategy that I recommend is using principal protected products. Mention this briefly with the index products, using them in our retirement to get to tax-free. want to now talk a little bit about how they work from a principal protection side and why we do like indexed annuities and indexed universal life insurance. Now, remember, we use different terms because what we do is make sure that these products have all the benefits and certain requirements that we want them to have to help you eliminate risk. But one of those, the Lifetime Income Fund, great opportunity for you to get guaranteed lifetime tax-free inflation-adjusted income that if you end up passing away before you get your original investment back, your beneficiaries are going to get that. It can help you with a long-term care event potentially if you get the right product, that you can get double payments uh, if you end up in a long-term care event during that period of time, all kinds of benefits to help you stabilize your retirement. But the principal protected portion, what's cool about these, if you have $100,000 in the product, market drops 20%, guess what? You still have $100,000 in the product. You don't take the market downside because they're using options to help secure the investment. Now, if the market goes up 20%, they exercise the option. No, you're not going to get 20% rate of return. It's going to be less than that. They're going to have caps on these products usually, but you are going to get a good rate of return. And what we use these often for is to replace the bond market. Top economists have proven over and over and over again that these products will outperform the bond market and be uh, able to provide a much safer environment for your investment dollars. The other one, the Life Insurance Retirement Fund. Remember, this is permanent indexed universal life insurance. Gives you the opportunity to get tax-free growth, tax-free distribution, but also offers a chronic illness rider so that if you have a long-term care event, you'll be able to access your death benefit early. 
what a great benefit that all of a sudden you turn 86, end up having a long-term care event, don't have the money to pay for it, but you've got this $400,000 life insurance policy. The insurance company is going to send you about $86,000, a quarter of that benefit reduced down to your age. So you'll be able to use that to cover those costs. If you're still there year two, going to give you that same money. You, you pass away year three, all those benefits will go to your beneficiary. So definitely two products I'd look at from Principal Protected. Another one that's out there, structured notes. We don't talk much about them right now. They're offered by banks, but they're tied to interest rates. So as low as interest rates have been, haven't been a great option, and especially as high as inflation's been. Folks, many of you forget that a bank account is not a principal protected product. It is in the sense of your value's not going down, but most of you are losing buying power every month right now. When we look at what inflation's done, above 9% inflation, here you've got assets in the bank that are returning 1%. You have an 8% spread there. In fact, I just heard something this morning. If you had $100 at the beginning of 2021, it's only worth about $88 right now. You've lost over $12 of buying power just because of what's gone on with inflation. So we want principal protected products to protect our asset value, but we also need to make sure that they're keeping up with inflation so we're not eroding away the buying power of our dollar. The fifth strategy we're going to cover and the last strategy is plan for the financial risk facing your retirement. Now, I'm going to go through these fairly quickly here. I want to give you just a, a summary of the things you need to look at, but, but understand you're going to need to do some more research beyond just this podcast. You're going to need to get some additional information to help make sure you, you better understand how you can address these issues as they relate to your retirement. First one we want to take care of is inflation. We need to inflation adjust our needed cash flow. If you're saying you need $80,000 today, if you're running projections out for your retirement 20 years from now, you should not be saying you need the same $80,000. Because of inflation, you'll be in a situation where that $80,000 is not going to buy the same goods and services. So you need to make sure you're inflation adjusting that cash flow. Double future tax rates. David Walker, Comptroller General of the United States during the Bush and Clinton era, said that we need to double taxes if we're ever going to get our fiscal house in order. So we've got to look out to the future and realize taxes will be much higher in the future than they are today. Show a reasonable rate of return. I suggest 45 to 5%. Yes, the stock market's been returning on average about 8%. But again, you're going to diversify that portfolio. We want to make sure that we have safe allocations and that we're doing safe planning. We're not trying to create the best looking financial plan in the world. What we're trying to do is hit reality and show you what happens if we end up with some of these problems. Number four, maximize your Social Security. We want to make sure that you're not missing out on that $111,000 that so many of your friends are missing out on. We want to make sure you're getting the benefits you're entitled to based upon your life expectancy, your facts and circumstances, so that you can get the most amount out of that program. Number five, plan for a long-term care event. It's going to cost three to $500,000 on average. If you end up in a long-term care facility, you need to have a plan to deal with that. Principal protect a portion of your assets. We talked about that in strategy number four, but we do need to make sure. And what we recommend is that you principal protect 
the age you're at as a percentage of 100 to your assets. So if you're a 60-year-old, want about 60% of our assets uh, principal protected. Number seven, calculate the appropriate withdrawal rate. Recommendation is 25 to 3% for most people, unless you've got a risk-based plan and you may be able to get that up to 5, 6, 7%. Project lifetime income to age 100. Folks, you're living longer than you think you will. Need to make sure you're planning for that longer retirement. The next one, consider increased medical costs. These are going through the roof. Uh, last year alone, Medicare went up 14%. Your payment to them, Social Security payment to you, only went up 5.9%. And this is going to continue when we look at what healthcare costs uh, have done in the past and where they're heading. Definitely going to outpace the normal inflation that we see with other goods and services. Last one, create multiple streams of tax-free income. We want Roth IRAs. We want Roth 401ks. We want Roth annuities, those uh, lifetime income funds. We want permanent life insurance, the life insurance retirement fund. We want to make sure we have these income streams. We want our tax deferred to be tax-free. We want our social security to be tax-free because when we can diversify our income in retirement, which is what retirement's all about, what we find is we're able to get people safely through retirement. We're able to help them deal with the various risks that we talk about so much through this podcast that I talk about so much in my webinar, talk about so much in my question and answer session, all about trying to deal with these risks so we don't wake up on the other side of retirement wishing we had done something different. And unfortunately, far too many people are. They're getting themselves to a point in their 80s, 90s, they're running out of money. Over half of America is dying broke. All they have is their Social Security to live off of. Their retirement takes a big turn. They no longer are able to stay in the nice house. They're no longer able to stay in the nice facilities they're in. They have to make adjustments because that money's running out and they spend their last year's living below the lifestyle they've had throughout the rest of their life. And this is not something I want to happen to you. If you would like to learn more about our planning, I recommend that you do go to our Getting Safely Through Retirement course, that you take the two hours and go through the course. You can get access to that through our website, Retirement Risk Advisors. At the end of that, we will talk about uh, options for you, what you can do to take action and to start uh, letting us help you get to that place you want to be for your retirement. So as these risks pop up, as things happen, you're not set there worried that everything's going to fall apart and that you may not be able to continue to do the things that you love and enjoy. My name's Dave Hall. Look forward to seeing each of you again next week. And that's today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We come out with a new episode every Friday morning and you don't want to miss it. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify if that would really help us out. The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show was produced by C.R. Talene and Autumn Koenig. If you're a CPA looking for more retirement education, visit retirementriskadvisors.com to sign up for more than 15 free CPE retirement webinars.